Hello, fellow ag nerds. Thanks so much for joining me for another episode of the Future of Agriculture podcast. My name is Tim Hamrich, and every week I get to sit down with the founders, the farmers, the innovators, the investors, people shaping the future of the ag industry. Have a great episode for you here today. I mean, we spend a ton of time on this show talking about data and what's possible with larger amounts of organized and actionable data. Nowhere, in my opinion, is that more evident than in the dairy industry. As we discussed back in episode 261 with Jordan Lambert, dairies have a quote-unquote harvest three times per day. So the feedback loop of data from input to output is fast and constant. And I think something that puts them ahead of the curve in a lot of ways when it comes to data and allows the rest of the ag industry to really draw some insights from what they're learning from that fast sort of feedback loop three times a day, every single day. But with that said, if all the milk ends up going in one bulk tank and the information being gleaned from that milk is looked at as a sample from the whole herd, really the actions that can be taken by a dairy producer are going to be somewhat limited. I mean, it gives you averages, but doesn't tell you very much about what is happening at the individual cow level. Our guest on today's show, Jordan actually mentioned back in that episode 261, she has a technology that is easily installed in a milking parlor that collects milk data on the individual cow level. And not just on milk quality, which is one big factor, of course, but also on cow health. It turns out the milk can tell us quite a bit about how that cow is doing. So the dairy producer can see trends, not just in their herd over time, but on those individual cows as well. It's pretty cool stuff. So joining me on today's show is Bethany Deshpandi. She is the CEO of Soma Detect, which is the company doing all that cool stuff I just mentioned. Bethany completed her PhD in biology and isn't from a dairy background originally, but started Soma Detect when she saw an opportunity in the dairy industry to apply some technology originally developed by her own father. So we'll get more into that background towards the end of the episode, but it's definitely an interesting story to some very fascinating technology helping dairy producers. So in spotting this opportunity, she dove headfirst into the dairy industry where she's been spending the past five years building this company. This is a great profile, in my opinion, of what's possible as we continue to find new ways to both collect data, but really put it into management practices. I also wanted to bring this episode to you because I think it's a great hands-on example of a couple concepts that can often be discussed very abstractly, and those are machine learning and artificial intelligence. What exactly are they going to do for producers? That's what today's episode is all about. I think there's a lot of lessons here to be learned about the future of agriculture, whether dairy is your interest or not. So here's my conversation with Soma Detect CEO, Bethany Deshpandi. Detect is an artificial intelligence machine learning company around monitoring milk. And we monitor milk for health of individual animals, nutritional health, as well as relating to mastitis, and then pregnancy success. And before Soma Detect, what was an average dairy producer doing to monitor their milk? Yeah, I mean, it's still it's still what we do today. So there's a lot of data that farms get at the bulk tank level. So, of course, every two or three days, there's a data point that they get where they'll receive information like the fat and protein and somatic cell count level at the bulk tank. 
which kind of gives this whole herd average. And then some firms get a monthly data point from individual cows for those same sort of factors, uh, fat, protein, SEC. There's some things like that. And then pregnancy is largely tracked through, you know, the same way we've been doing it for hundreds of years, which is the rectal examination of cows. And so what they would do then, and for people listening who may not be from a dairy background, um, the milk would be collected from all the cows, go into one big tank, and then would they pull samples from that tank and like send them to a lab? Or would they evaluate those samples on site? Or what, what does that look like? Yeah. it's So all the testing of milk samples is done in a lab for the most part. So at the bulk tank level, that's exactly it. Basically, every time milk is picked up, every time it's shipped off the farm, a small sample is taken for lab analysis. And then those once a month samples, it's that same thing as well. A little vial of milk is taken from individual animals and then brought to a lab. But your sensor actually is connected to the milking machine. So a cow will be milked. And as it's being milked, that milk is being tested in real time. Is that right? That's exactly right. So we set out with this technology to create something where there were no added chores for a farm and where it didn't influence things like the flow of the milk or the timing of milking. So our sensor fits into existing equipment on the farm, into the dairy parlor. And throughout the milking of each animal, throughout the entire milking procedure, we are taking data from individual cows. And it's through, it's optical. So there's no subsampling. We don't have to add any reagents or anything like that. We're really just getting data as passive as you can throughout the milking. Could you give us an example of a different action that a dairy producer would be able to take with Soma Detect versus if they were just doing that bulk tank sampling? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, if you think about it, the most data that they get is from the bulk tank, which is a whole herd piece of information. But then so much of the actions that we take, especially relating to health and reproduction, are actually about individual cows. So, you know, you're not inseminating 10 cows at once. You want to know that every cow is pregnant, not that a group of cows is pregnant, basically. With our technology, the farms using it, they get a really clear sense of the cows within their herds. And sometimes it's a group of cows, but sometimes it's just outliers within the herd of animals that are producing lower fat than others and can look at, okay, well, why is that? Is this cow eating less? Is this cow doing something different? Or is it just something relating to that individual? And maybe I don't want to keep that individual within my herd or breed her genetics further. Maybe that's all you know we need out of this cow for now. For things like mastitis, if a cow gets sick, they're able to sort of see that over time, which we talk a lot about the value of trended data and trended data from individuals that gives lots of information. So you can look at a cow's history, you know, even over a week or something and say, is it looking like this cow is becoming ill? And then, then it's like their typical management procedures all come into place. So farms today, you know, every farm spends a great deal of time, energy, money managing reproduction. And we just provide them with more information and really a risk analysis of can we find cows that have lost a fetus or that had an abortion? It would have taken us another month or multiple months to actually find that animal. Can we help identify cows that might be at risk of having mastitis or another sort of other related disease? And then from there, farms know exactly what action to take. They most of them have protocols that are like, when we see this happen, here's what we do with that kind of information. And so we just kind of plug into the equipment and we've also tried to be a natural addition to management procedures and, and all those different things on farm because 
you can supply all the data in the world to someone, but if they're not actually using it, then you haven't moved the needle for that farm. All right. Well, I want to ask a really basic question, which is, you know, one of the value propositions here is that the dairy producer is going to get a somatic cell count, right? What are somatic cells exactly? And what does that tell a dairy producer? Yeah, that's a great question. Somatic means body. It's a cell from the body. And so somatic cells, you know, are not normally in milk. Milk is a fluid composed of things like fat and protein. There's always a little bit of somatic cells. But anytime there's a disease that takes place an illness, you basically get more somatic cells that come off the lining of the udder and then go into the milk. It's an indicator. You know, we tend to find when there's high somatic cell counts, you'll also have high bacterial counts and things like that. And so it's a really good indicator of the quality of that milk. That's how quality is largely determined today. And if that animal is facing any health issues or might have a disease. One more really basic question, just so we can all visualize this. How does that dairy producer know which cow's milk is being sampled at any given time? Do they have uh, ear tags that read the cow before it enters into where it's being milked? And then, you know, it all gets connected through some sort of computer platform. How does that part work? Yeah, that's exactly right. So every cow in North America and through most of the world has an RFID tag. That's the number we see on their ear um, or like in that ear tag. And those tags are read at the parlor, essentially, that tells which cow is in which milking stall at which time. And so we're able to relate that to the data coming from our sensors. And from a user experience, that dairy producer, does he have a Soma Detect app or portal that uh, he or she is going into and making those decisions? Or do you plug into other management systems that they're already using? No. So at the moment, we have an app, a dashboard, essentially, that farms can go and see and look at the nitty gritties of this data. And then with some of our dairies, we provide them as well with sort of a CSV that they can you know, bring into other systems or look in Excel. And we've talked about sort of cow health. These somatic cell counts are going to give that producer real-time knowledge about maybe some potential health concerns of, of that cow. And then you also mentioned pregnancy detection. So I imagine they're using this as early detection for pregnancy. What about on the milk quality? So like for those of us who are just avid dairy product consumers, how does this make better milk for us? Is it just in fat content or are there other factors as well? No, that's a great question. So yeah, absolutely. There's impacts probably all the way down to the consumer. So when milk goes from a farm, you want the highest quality milk. You want the most fat in that milk. You want a good level of protein. And then you want low somatic cell counts because those for a consumer actually also influence shelf life of that product really in your fridge. And so that's why these are such critical you know, components to be measuring within milk. And we're small enough today, we're still sort of growing as a startup. And so it's not like there's a large amount of milk at the grocery store that goes through Soma Detect sensors, but absolutely one of our goals in the long term and where we see this company growing is getting to the stage where we're able to communicate to processors. So the organizations that are actually bottling and, and packaging and selling milk, maybe the grocery store and maybe eventually consumers about the quality of that milk and what they can expect. And in terms of management decisions, obviously, this is more data. But as you stated earlier, like more data is only going to help if there's actually something in action that can be taken. Would that action be taken that would affect that specific milking? Or is it mostly like, hey, before the next milking, we need to 
maybe segregate this particular cow or walk us through kind of some of those actions and what that would look like? So it depends a little bit on which factor it is. But our data, typically what we see is it's not about reacting to a single data point. It's about having a really clear perspective on the sort of health and quality of milk coming out of an individual cow over time. So if I look at her data over the last week, you know, is she trending in either direction? Is it moving in the right direction? And then if it's moving in the wrong direction, what do I want to look at? And then what are the actions I want to take as a result? And I want to talk a little bit as well beyond the individual cow, because one of the benefits of Somatotech data is that it's really providing individual cow measurements. There is a lot of management that happens with groups of cows. Cows are kept in groupings. They're very social animals. And so sometimes you'll have one cow within a group that maybe is producing low-fat milk. That might be an outlier for that group. And maybe that individual cow needs some care, needs a double check. You also get a sense of if I have you know, 100 cows in a group of 200 that are trending lower in terms of fat production, that's actually probably a, a bit of a larger issue that I want to know about as soon as possible before it affects the entire grouping of animals. And so that's also where we help is looking at trends of individual animals, but also being able to kind of integrate up to pen levels and, and larger groups within the herd. I remain shocked every time I look at, you know, data files are on the dashboard, just the amount of data we're crushing and moving through is immense. But the magnitude of the data also gives you a flexibility to use it how you want to combine it with different things. And so that's part of what we see as a strength. And I think something we're only now beginning to see, like I'm sort of excited to see where that goes as we get on more farms and as we grow the number of herds that we see. Very cool. Well, I've heard you talk about like in pitches that I've seen on video and stuff about, you know, disruption in the dairy industry. But at the same time, you know, your success really has come in part because it's not disruptive to a dairy producer's daily business. So maybe talk about that. Because I think people misunderstand disruption. They think we're going to turn everything that happens in agriculture on its head when, you know, some big changes can be made almost because we don't disrupt the way the majority of the system currently operates. So maybe kind of talk about that sort of dichotomy a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. That's interesting. No one's ever pointed that out to me, but that's a great point. It's a disruptive technology, but not at all disruptive to the operation. And I think one of the things we, you know, have done well at SOMA as well is it doesn't need to be a change that comes from outside the dairy industry or that's forced on farmers. Our technology, you know, we don't install it on a farm unless that farm is genuinely interested in leveraging data and using this technology for their decision making. You know, every dairy out there, they all have, you know, a target. They're trying to get better at something. They're trying to change something within their operation or within their herd. And we offer a source of information that helps to do that. And so I think Sometimes in certainly in like ag tech, or we see this in different technology circles, we talk about it like we're forcing something onto, you know, the farm or onto agriculture. But of course, it doesn't happen unless the farms want it. You know, the number of dairy farmers that have supported the development of this technology, I can't count on, you know, my hands. It's a pretty long list. And all of that means that we can have really big impact together. Actually, I think this is not something we need to force on people because for a lot of farms, they've been asking for data like this. They've been asking for 
deeper insights into what's happening within their herd for a long time. And so we are very much in service of dairy farmers and the folks that at the end of the day are producing milk and making our food. Yeah, it's really fascinating. You know, we had a a recent episode with Jordan Lambert talking about the feedback loop of dairies. I kind of compared milking to yield. So whereas with an annual crop, you're going to get one yield per year to give you that scorecard of how you did. With dairies, you get three times per day. In most cases, you get that scorecard with that yield. But it seems like with Soma Detect, that scorecard is not just yield, but also quality and a report on the animal's health. So there's definitely an animal welfare piece as well. You know, is that how you would characterize it? Yeah, absolutely. And I I love that episode with Jordan. She's just incredibly inspiring um, and someone we look to often. And I know she talked about sustainability as well, which is something we think a lot about at Soma Detect because you get data, you get really timely data, and then you get lots of nitty gritty data about individual cows. And so absolutely, these can be used as you say, you, so you have a sort of milk yield, like the amount of milk coming out of an animal is one thing. You have different quality factors. You also want to know that the animals in your herd are staying healthy and either acting soon, but also making breeding decisions that support the cows that require less care or that are the healthier ones within the herd. And I know Jordan spoke about reproduction. There's also reproduction management. And all these things together drive sustainability on an operation not just from a greenhouse gas production, but also for the farmer relating to their profitability and really the long-term sustainability of their farm. It's like all these things come together and are building what is a really rich story from a bunch of data. And that's at the end of the day, every single farm is different. Every single cow is different and every herd is different. I like to say every farm is kind of its own scientific experiment. And The farm controls certain variables and, you know, there's other variables that are outside of our control. There's environmental variables and all these things and completely influence your bottom line. They completely influence the milk, quality of the milk and how your herd is doing. And providing farms with visibility into that and some sense of how it's going and what they might want to tweak next or where they might want to point their attention to, that's really what we're about and how we see driving those benefits for the farms we work with. And you really are giving them that visibility into really some of the most important factors in the dairy business, you know, herd health, uh, milk quality, you know, pregnancy rates, that sort of thing are very, very important factors. Why didn't this exist before? You know, what was the hard part? I think this might lead into what what is an interesting origin story for someone to detect. Yeah, absolutely. We get this question a lot and I love it because People are interested not only in kind of what can we do, but like, I love the the sort of sense of, wait a minute, like, tell me more about the science. Tell me more about why this is possible today and was so difficult to do before. Because we are by no means the first ones to try it. And I think also our company started with a bunch of folk that were not from the dairy industry. So I didn't, you know, I didn't grow up on a farm. I never fed calves. I don't have those experiences that people that grew up on a dairy did. And I I think if I had, I might've thought a little more about what I was setting out to do with Soma Detect, but I've learned so much along the way. And I'm incredibly grateful for really what is a rich history of scientific progress within the dairy industry. And that's so supported by the farms that we work with. So our technology 
It uses an optical sensor, which means it's based on a camera. So our main sensing technology is the camera. And you can see, I mean, even take your cell phone photos and, and think back the last few years. So camera technology has gotten way better, smaller, cheaper over the last number of years to the point where it's small enough, you can actually fit it into a milking system. And the other really important piece of technology that we use, we use computer vision combined with artificial intelligence and machine learning. And these are areas that are just growing. If you look at any industry in the world, AI and machine learning are completely, you know, taking over and allowing us to look through data in a way that we've never been able to before. And a farm, you know, you have this complex biological system with, as you said, there's actually tons of data on a dairy. You know, we have all different kinds of input data. So feed data, we have different environmental factors. We know a lot about the genetics of a cow. We know a lot about the vaccines and the diseases that those cows encounter. We have a sense of the amount of milk that that cow produces. And what Soma is doing is actually, can we say something about the milk that's coming out of a cow beyond just the quantity? And if it weren't for like what's happened in camera technologies over the last several years, I feel like I've watched this in my own lifetime happen. I think every single one of us has in some way, shape or form. And then with artificial intelligence and machine learning and compute power, like we're now able to process more data from more sources than we ever have before. And that means that companies like Soma Detect are able to do something that 10 years ago, 20, 30 years ago was completely out of the question. And so the thing we bring, and I think coming from outside the industry, actually allowed us to have really fresh eyes as we looked at this because we were sort of learning as we went. I often describe it as this technology just being a series of accidental discoveries. And there's a lot of play that we actually do in some way, shape, or form in trying out different experiments to get there. And it's a really exciting thing to get to see on a day-to-day -day basis. I feel so lucky to sort of be in the seat that I'm in. And I also love the spirit of openness that we've had from our early adopter farms and from folks in the industry that it feels like everyone has faced this challenge, whether you're, you're on a farm or whether you are working in a company. And all those folks are absolutely willing to help us figure out what we need to know and get where we're going to get with this. Because we have an opportunity with this tech that I think hasn't existed in this way before. And so yeah, it's a really unique way that we're able to look at it. And it's a way that really leverages some really key technologies that are just coming together and coming up at absolutely the right time. Very interesting. Yeah. And I love that point about getting to look at it with fresh eyes. Whereas if you had grown up on a dairy, you may just decide that an experiment is not worth conducting because everybody just knows, right? Whereas it's just like, hey, we don't know. We have to follow this sort of the scientific process and experimentation on everything. And that can lead, obviously, in some really interesting directions. You know, you say computer vision, AI, and machine learning. I should specify artificial intelligence, especially on a dairy episode. <laughs> yeah. uh, so if we were to really kind of just very simplify those down, why they all three need to be cited and they're not just kind of redundant terms that mean the same thing. The computer vision is is actually taking the images, making sure that we get the right images. The artificial intelligence is recognizing kind of what we're seeing. And then what's the machine learning piece kind of do? And, and maybe I'm oversimplifying here. Well, I mean, we have five external senses by which we see things, right? And computers 
don't. And even, you know, their vision system, like their camera technology for a long time wasn't that great. But now we do actually have, it's not quite as good as eyes, but close, you know, we're getting, getting to those high resolutions and everything. And so yeah, computer vision just means allowing the computer to have a sense of sight similar to what we have. And then artificial intelligence is a very broad term. There's lots of artificial intelligence in the world. Any algorithm would qualify as artificial intelligence. What you get to with machine learning is that actually it's able to get better and better over time. And the computer is able to do a repeated process or make repeated decisions that probably, you know, as human beings, we would get really tired doing, but the computer has no issue with that. So there's a real decision factor being made and a learning process taking place as we put more and more data into this system. Well, you, you've mentioned how the technology can kind of get better over time through machine learning. And as you all continue to grow the business and more and more people are using Soma Detect sensors, you know, how does the company evolve? What's the vision here for, for where this can go? Obviously, it's going to give a lot more dairy farmers a lot more information. But, you know, how does the world look different when Soma Detect is wildly successful? Yeah. So at the moment, we have algorithms for fat monitoring, somatic cell counts, and then pregnancy. And within our company, we have a pipeline of other algorithms that we're going to be developing or that we want to develop as the company grows and as we get more data. And so that's one of the key ways. You have this sensor that goes on a farm. The hardware stays the same, but actually thanks to machine learning and cloud infrastructure and all these wonderful technologies, we're able to provide from that one system, more and more data points over time for the farms that we work with. And that's a really exciting thing to think that now you have a piece of hardware on your farm that can grow in ways that are surprising and hopefully really helpful over time. And so that's one of the things that we see. And then it's the more cows we get on our platform, it's really, it comes down to diversity. The greater the diversity of data coming into our system the more robust models we can build for everyone, for all the farms as a whole. There's almost a democratization of you know, data that comes in. There's, farms are used to sort of giving their data away to a lot of companies. And in the case of Soma, we're getting it and using it to build a product that's better and better for them over time. And so we see that as a really key benefit of being an early adopter, but also a way in which we're just so grateful for the farms that do work with us. I know dairies really run the gamut in terms of size. You may have a dairy milking 100 cows. You may have a dairy milking 10,000 cows. Is there a sweet spot for Soma Detector? Is there a too small or a too big? Or can you really adjust to fit all those needs? Yeah, so we're on farms today ranging from, you know, 400 to 4,000 cows. We're most looking for dairies between, you know, 1,000 to four or 5,000 seems to be where they get lots of benefits from the data and looking at this type of data in this way. But absolutely, there's a huge variation in herd sizes through our countries. And yeah, we've developed a system that works, you know, as best as it can for those size ranges. I talk to a lot of companies on here that start off as a really handy tool to collect data and then really want to grow into a platform of sorts of like, hey, this is the central part of a dairy and everything sort of plugs into us. Is that the path Soma Detect is on or is that even, you know, part of the conversation at this point? We want to be a really rich source of information on a farm. I think there are lots of different groups trying to be that platform. We see that as well. and. You know, at the end of the day, we want to make the types of arrangements. We want to make 
data deals with groups that are beneficial to the farms, you know, and that allow us to continue to grow as a company. And so we don't see ourselves as needing to be the core platform, but we absolutely see ourselves as a really key source of data and probably crunching data in ways that other organizations don't. And hopefully being able to do that to sort of, you know, maximize the value of that data and the value of how that data is used for the farms. Well, I understand, you know, you said earlier, you didn't grow up on a dairy, but you did grow up around science and technology that, from what I understand, led to Soma Detect. So can you talk about that origin story for the company? Yeah, absolutely. So the technology we started with, the sensor, was developed by my dad. My dad is a biophysicist by training. He is just an incredibly thoughtful and inspiring scientist. And my dad has always had this hobby, which is developing light scattering technologies. And so, you know, some dads go fishing and like every weekend, he would just be puttering around in the basement and building different sensors. And I come from a large family. I have three brothers and so four kids in total. And we just kind of be roped into holding something or, or helping in some way, shape or form as kids are. And so it was something that was really normal in my home to sort of see that the creative element of my dad and to see scientific experimentation. So, you know, trying different things. When I was doing a PhD, my dad realized by accident, actually, that he was able to see differences in fat content in milk. And then that eventually led to a realization that he was able to detect, you know, at least broad level differences in somatic cell count from milk. And he secured a patent in it. And sort of one of the first accidents was my dad realizing these things. It's not like he set out to, you know, look at milk quality or anything like that. And the second was that in conversation with my dad, I was sort of saying, let's just hand this to some farmers and see what happens. Or let's just like give it to some folks that will actually use it. You know, I remember in this call just being like, well, that's like you have spare time now. Like, why don't you go do that? And so you know, when we started this company, it wasn't this plan to like be a big company or to have anywhere near the number of employees that we have now or raise the money that we've been able to raise and all these things. But it's really just as we started looking for farms to experiment with us to use this tech, there was just this incredible opening. And, a you know, we saw the need for it as well. That was when we first started learning of people have tried this before and not been successful. We didn't have the full history of the industry really when we started. And so that's what led us. Even that was very much in the element of like sort of, we were playing around. We were just having a good time and seeing what could come of this technology. And it led us to some incredible places. Absolutely. And what was it with those early farmer collaborators that encouraged you to keep going? You know, when did the light bulb kind of turn on for them? And what feedback were they giving you that it was like, okay, we, we're on the right track here? Yeah, it was, I mean, you know, I knew basically nothing about dairy when I started. I had like seen some cows at a fair that they do at the University of Guelph. And so I had that experience. But early on, we were actually just knocking on the doors of barns. It's like even more absurd now when I think about it, but that's, we would go and like knock. And we were trying to learn. We were very much in the mode of like, explain to us how this is done. Like, can we meet some of your cows and can we see your milking parlor and can you talk to us about fat and somatic cell counts and why those might be important to you and as we went through this process you know we would we would like go there in the morning to have what i anticipated was going to be a short conversation about 
you know, somatic cell counts and be really scientific. And it actually wasn't. We would end up being there for hours. When you go on a farm, you meet their family members, their dogs, their, you know, everything. And at a number of these farms, we ended up at the kitchen table, like with coffee and cookies and hands and all these things. And that was something I'd not had an experience like that before. And how can you not fall in love with that? And so we just ended up having all kinds of discussions, you know, that was about technology, that was about farming, but also was about what might be possible and, you know, what else could come of this. And really a dream started to form as we did that. But being welcomed into into family and into home in that way just made us want to build something for the folks we were working with and build something really incredible. And so that's that's what we set out to do. Well, I don't want to skip over the fact that you weren't coming at this completely blind. I mean, you're coming off of a, a PhD in biology, as I understand. So, you know, scientifically, you've had the training. You knew what you were doing when you're getting into this. Did you know, though, that you wanted to be in business or did you think you wanted to kind of pursue the academic route? Yeah. So through my university experience, I had had the opportunity to participate in a number of sort of entrepreneurial things or run entrepreneurial programs. And so, you know, I did like startup weekends, which were really lovely. I had all these different experiences. I had taught myself to program in high school as well. And so I'd worked with a number of startups doing web design and development type stuff. My PhD work is pretty tech heavy and it was sensor technology and modeling in lakes. I never knew as I was doing those things, of course, that I would end up doing something like Soma Detect. But I knew I loved science. I know that I I love crunching lots of data. I love building. I love working within complex systems. I think, you know, a lake is a really complex system, not unlike a herd of cows. Maybe I think a farm is a little bit more complex, but they all sort of have their their difficulties. And I've always loved, I have a deep passion for, you know, looking at really small things or looking at really small patterns and then being able to say, you know, what does this mean on a grander scale? Or what does this mean if we notice a pattern, a small thing in a lake? What does that mean for all of the lakes within this area? And what does that mean for our world? And that's very true on a dairy farm as well, right? Here's what's happening for an individual cow. And what does that mean for our bulk tank milk? And what does that mean for the dairy industry as a whole? And what does that mean for our consumers and the nutrition that we offer our people? And what does that mean for our world? And I think that when you look at these really small things and are picking out this pattern, and that was so much of my training was in that, was in looking at little bits of data or lots of data over time or whatever, and then being able to interpret that and have hypotheses about what that means at the larger scale. You know, that is throughout Soma Detect. Like when you're in business, every single day counts, right? What you do on Tuesday has impacts to what happens on Wednesday and Thursday and Friday, and those days add up to weeks and so on and so forth. And so all of that has influenced not just how I think about the technology, but also how we think about the work that we do on a day-to-day basis and how that adds up over time to where we're aiming in terms of impact in the industry and, and in our world. Well, very cool note to end on right there. Thanks so much to Bethany for being on the show. Wishing her and Soma Detect continued success as they expand to more and more dairies. You can learn more about them over at somadetect.com. It's S-O-M-A, detect, D-E-T-E-C-T. 
Com. Special thanks today to Jeanette Barnard, my good friend, who's been a co-host on the show for several episodes in the past. Uh, she made today's episode happen with Bethany. So thank you for that, Jeanette. If you're at all curious about animal agriculture, you must be subscribed to her free email newsletter. It's called Prime Future. I'll link to it in the show notes. But for those of you with good memories, it's just primefuture.substack.com. Thanks so much for your time and your attention. I never take it for granted. I'll be back next week with another story of ag innovation.